when I was growing up, I thought that afternoon naps were normal because my mom mm-hmm. would take a mandatory, compulsory, no, this was not up for discussion. She would take an afternoon nap. She still does mm-hmm. from 3 to 4 p.m. every single day. Wow. And this nap was so serious. She took it so seriously mm-hmm. that she would literally unhook the landline. <laughs> what? So no one would call her, <laughs> turn her cell phone off, and we were threatened uh-huh. if we were screaming outside. You know, because she's like, listen, if you guys want to endanger yourselves yeah. in this next hour, that's fine, but I will not be awake and will not wake up to save your lives. <laughs> wow. I wish I could be like that. Like, seriously, just turning off everything and sleeping for an hour during the day. Yes. Like, can you imagine that in our lives in America? No, like, I can't even think of that. I mean, yes, in India, we had naps and we would take a nap after we had a huge meal in for lunch. But coming here, I don't think I have taken a nap like that. I know. it's. <laughs> I mean, when, when we were in Spain, right? Yeah. Uh, we went this January before the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And we were just... I guess after living in a city like New York, yes, literally living, breathing, mm-hmm. dreaming, hustle culture. Where, yes, you know, in a sense, even this podcast was created mm-hmm. from that need to always be productive. Exactly, and mm. yeah, in Spain, like everyone shut everything shuts down from two to four. Yeah, and I, they just took it as normal, and we were the ones that were like. They were like, what? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were the ones questioning them, but they were just resting every single day. And it's ingrained in the culture, that mm-hmm. culture of rest. Yes. And there is no culture of rest here. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And not even rest in the traditional, you know, my mom's extreme version of rest. <laughs> I mean, rest like being able to sit down and enjoy your tea mm-hmm. at 4 p.m. Yes. Yeah. When do you do that, Nicole? <laughs> do you do that? <laughs> I do ask you to make me tea a lot. <laughs> but it's rare that I can sit down and enjoy it. Yes. Even on a Saturday. That I'm is like true. Answering She's emails. Always running, uh, even after she has a tea. But I, that's what we are taught in the US, right? Like to always be productive, always be working towards something. And think about how pervasive that culture must be mm-hmm. for two people that didn't grow up in it. Yes. That I mean, I moved to America when I was 15 and still in that short time, mm-hmm. less than 10 years. Yeah. It has managed to change how I do everything in my life. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Like I came here when I was 13 and it's been 11 years and I can't imagine doing what I did back in India here in the sense of rest or other things as well, but rest, yeah. This is Nicole. This is Hanali. And this is 12 Ounces, the podcast. We are talking a lot about rest today because this is what we have found ourselves not doing at all. Yeah, and also trying to really find space for Mm -hmm. and it also seems like an appropriate topic for today because it is our last episode not to be dramatic just for the season okay Hanali it's fine I'm allowed to be dramatic (laughs) but 
last episode and it just seems right not just because you know 12 episodes later and all of that stuff but mm-hmm. look at the world we're living in i know i mean we deserve rest you deserve rest listening you, over here yes you definitely deserve rest and so do we and that's what we are going to be talking about today because in our culture especially living in new york where everyone's constantly running to do the next thing there's no time for rest right right and you know rest has really become a luxury mhm rest is something that needs that that you know only the lucky few can afford because mm-hmm. really why is hustle culture so pervasive i know we've talked about this before in different yeah. episodes but mm-hmm. the reason we've normalized working so much is because you have to work so much how else are you going to pay rent exactly and coming as people of color immigrants we are the first ones to have three jobs to like just survive right yeah so exactly. when are you going to sleep like i know my mom has worked so much and my dad too like they've worked so much since they've come here and the only time they get to be home is at nights right and that's the time they'll sleep and the rest otherwise as my mom says uh, she does not have time for and it's literally i mean that idea that rest is something that's bought rest is something that's earned mm-hmm. instead of just a regular human right mm-hmm. is so so ingrained in our job culture yep. that you don't get paid time off mm-hmm. if you're uh, a restaurant worker yes. you don't get paid sick leave to mm-hmm. rest when you're sick mm-hmm. if you're you know working an hourly job yeah but if you're uh, working an office job if you're an architect if mm-hmm. you're um you know working a job that's considered highly skilled mm-hmm. you deserve you a higher paying job you deserve paid time off you have uh, sick days you have yeah no vacation days which is problematic in itself that it is your sick days and vacation days are kind of limited limited yes <laughs> like i was very questioning the whole thing earlier this year about why i only get 10 days a year to rest basically but that's the culture we surround ourselves with and even in high paying jobs it's hard to find time to just go home and rest because so much is expected of you anyways mhm yeah exactly the thing that makes us really sad is that the jobs that you know do um receive the least you know mandated rest mm-hmm. are often manual mm-hmm. hard labor heavy labor jobs yes jobs that require you to be on your feet mm-hmm. like as we've seen during this pandemic delivery workers mm-hmm. essential workers yes those people aren't compensated with rest mm-hmm. even though they need it the most yeah they are the ones going about delivering everything that we need while in a pandemic mm-hmm. and they are not given any time off or they probably can't afford time off you know yeah and the thing is even when you have time off i notice for me mm-hmm. i'm still thinking about work mm-hmm. i'm still thinking about going to work yes if it's a weekend i'm like oh i have to go to work on monday mm-hmm. you know yeah. i'm always thinking about work even when i'm supposed to be resting even when we're on vacation remember mm-hmm. Oh. you were looking up your emails you didn't yes. even have a phone i know i tried to look up emails from a very 
I don't know weird phone that we had to buy because we both lost our phones but before like when we I was I stopped working in April because I was laid off but before then like the whole of last year and before like I would always just look forward to the weekend because I thought I'll be resting then but throughout the week it was my mind would not shut off and then on Sunday morning I'd be like okay tomorrow I have to go to work exactly so when <laughs> when do you have really valuable rest and I always think about this because whenever we talk about this topic mm-hmm. with our friends yeah. I mean all my friends who have immigrated here from another country mm-hmm. speak about this in different ways yeah the conversation is always like oh back home it was different mm-hmm. and no one can really explain it it's like yeah. oh it's different because life is more about life and not about work mm-hmm. and it's different because you know you get to have more time off mm-hmm. or holidays are more so many holidays all yeah. the time like india is known for its festivals but like the amount of festivals there are that means the amount of days off you have are a lot more and i don't i don't even know what festivals we celebrate here like what days do we get off except well labor day memorial day what else is and there? that's not guaranteed you also yeah there's that. no guarantee for that which is what yeah um also in sri lanka every full moon mm-hmm. so once a month yeah is a holiday what yeah it's a okay. it's called a poya day because it's a buddhist holiday oh celebrating God. yeah Wow, that's that seems like a luxury right now. Can you imagine having a guarantee that every month you'll get one day off, guaranteed? Nope. And this is not even including all the other holidays. <laughs> that's just a guaranteed day off, and that's just because the culture values rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can't even imagine. Like I was so shocked that I had only ten days throughout the entire year. That I had to earn first to yeah. get off. That you have to earn. That's what I mean, that you have to earn. Yes. I mean, does that even make sense that it's like we have lives outside of our jobs? Yeah. I mean, why is that not understood? I don't know. Like, I just don't know because every every workplace seems the same, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, if, like, how different it is in working in different companies, but at the same time, the essentials come down to that you have to keep working. Yeah, and it's really looked down upon when you take time off mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, but, you know, it's like when you think about this, this is all capitalistic, right? That mm-hmm. our bodies, especially if our bodies are black and brown, yes, our bodies are seen as only a source of labor and i mean that culture of work goes back to the history of the country Mm -hmm. to america's founding to the legacy of slavery where black bodies were a commodity Mm -hmm. you know something black labor was valuable to white people yeah and that was all that was seen in black people Mm -hmm. and even if you bring it back to the 1960s when Mm -hmm. when asian immigrants started you know, moving to America, mm-hmm. it was the most highly skilled yeah. Asians that were chosen. Again, mm-hmm. commodifying exactly this community. Mm-hmm. It, this is the whole country is based on capitalistic values, as we said. So even today, when we talk about rest, it's not part of this country's 
ideologies at all. Yeah, because when you think of someone who has a restful life, mm-hmm. I mean, I think of a white person living out in the Hamptons, like oh, yeah. having summers, summer <laughs> homes to like lounge in. Yeah. And just rest. I mean, life is restful. And mm-hmm. you have maybe a stressful job, but then you come home and rest because mm-hmm. you can afford to. Exactly. And you don't do housework because you don't have to. Yeah. And that's rest. That is luxury, which it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So since our bodies are seen as only labor and rest is a luxury, rest is also resistance if we are not working. If we, Yes. When I asked about going to Spain uh, to my boss, I like the look on her face she was like why do you have to go to spain like i understand you went on a family vacation last year but why do you have to go to spain for 10 days yeah why? can you can you imagine that that she would police yeah your boss is obviously white but yeah can you imagine that she would police what you do with your limited time off exactly anyway? and she would deem okay a family trip to india necessary mm-hmm. but a personal trip just for rest yeah as unnecessary Mm -hmm. yeah and i understood then that like every single thing that i do for myself that is not work that is rest for me in whatever sense it is is looked down upon Mm -hmm. i mean think about our regular day-to-day lives if i'm spending a few minutes or a few hours Mm -hmm. reading yeah i feel guilty like i have not worked Mm -hmm. or I have not applied to jobs, or I have not done something quote-unquote productive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I am not working, but at the same time, I have to take some time during the day to actually apply to jobs, in quotations, or like do something that seems productive, which would be work for 12 ounces or some other sense of like productivity. Even when I don't, necessarily have to do that all the time but my mind is like I need to do it every single day yeah and like you said what happens when we even like even if it's not as extreme as my mom turning everything off Mm -hmm. and telling her kids that she will not be there for them if they fall yeah (laughs) even if it's not that extreme what happens if we just don't yeah it's resistance Mm -hmm. I mean it is resistance against capitalism and we really get to take time mm-hmm. and energy and put it towards not money and yes. put it towards not a company mm-hmm. and not a system that isn't made for us and mm-hmm. we get to put that energy towards ourselves exactly i mean that's radical so small but so radical it is radical because that is not what this capitalistic world imagines of us yeah exactly um I love the way you put that. And I think it would be remiss if we didn't talk about, give space to mm-hmm. the nap ministry. Yes. Which is really, you know, the the organization that taught us about this. Mm-hmm. This idea of rest being revolutionary. And when we came across nap ministry, which was founded by Trisha Hersey in 2016, we were just shocked at what she had to propose. Yeah, and the thing is that her theory is so simple. Mm -hmm. And I keep saying this, but it's so simple. I'm like, why didn't 
anyone yeah exactly say this before <laughs> i mean it's really simple to, so for maybe for our listeners who don't know what the nap ministry is and it sounds i love the name mm-hmm. nap ministry like it's I a know. religion it's official <laughs> like the religion of napping or like yes yeah. um tell us a little bit about the organization so it was started by trisha as a her a project that she did for her um masters program and then it evolved into something much bigger where she did installations and held performances where people just slept again yes where people just slept yes i don't know if you can hear the excitement in my voice i know we are both very excited about just the idea of, of sleeping yes <laughs> and it's like hanali knows this because sometimes it's like sleep is so necessary but mm-hmm. sometimes i'll just come home and sleep for five hours mm-hmm. and like she'll be like are you okay but it's just necessary sometimes to mm-hmm. just rest yeah and that's why when we saw this happen and what she had done we were just this like i know i was just like wow what is this okay so what exactly is she telling what exactly is trisha saying we should do trisha based her nap ministry on the simple principle which she said uh quotations we believe rest is a form of resistance and named sleep deprivation as a racial and social justice issue mm-hmm. and in the quotations and she also um says that sleep is also community healing it's a radical tool for community healing yeah wow i mean that's what i mean by its simplicity i mean it's just simple mm-hmm. but it's something that black people especially in this country and then immigrants mm-hmm. and south asians like us have through colonialism through slavery through yeah. all of those impacts mm-hmm. on our lives generations and generations and generations before us mm-hmm. have led to us just being unable to rest yeah again this goes back into the fact that rest is mm-hmm. something that you can buy yeah i mean but we've already talked about this too <laughs> but look at the wellness industry i mean look who can afford oh yeah mental health apps mm-hmm. look who can afford rest yeah uh, in all forms in spa dates in mm-hmm. um yoga classes in just meditation retreats yeah exactly it is it is based on the idea that you can pay for it and then if you can pay for it you can rest i came across this on my research that there are um uh, rest pods or like places that people pay to go and nap during lunch breaks or after work because they are constantly busy and they don't have time to go home what yes and also think about how people that work at google mm-hmm. have energy pods mm-hmm. to rest in and break rooms to with couches to take naps in yeah. but restaurant workers don't have that oh yeah you know mm-hmm. so that really makes me question who has the right to rest that is true and i feel like it's these big companies it's this market that will use only high end labor mm-hmm. to give them rest so that they could keep working 
And also, yeah, exactly. So either way, yeah. I mean, it's not free of problems either way. But the thing is that that high end labor mm-hmm. is, yeah, still, still entrenched in capitalism, and mm-hmm. still those high end workers, yeah, you know, are still workers. Mm-hmm. But it's just that they have the right to more rest because they can afford it. Exactly. So what do you think you will be doing now that we have talked about rest so much and I feel like I need to put this into practice? Well, I think that the beauty is that we can reimagine what rest looks like Mm -hmm. in our day-to-day lives. Yeah. So I think I'm going to take my tea breaks more seriously. Mm -hmm. And that means actually sitting down and having my tea. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, please do that. <laughs> and I think that I'm also going to just validate that it's fine when I need to come home and lie down. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to owe, you know, owe an explanation to myself. Exactly. That I'm not less valuable because I need to nap more. Because look at my mom. She, she, I just I look up to her so much <laughs> because of all the things she does. Her lifestyle is amazing. <laughs> No, but I mean, it's a hard lifestyle. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's only hard because society doesn't value those Mm -hmm. contributions. Yeah. You know? Trisha Percy from the Nap Ministry. I'm just going to read this quote that you found, which I love. Mm -hmm. I love the whole thing. Yeah, I know. It's beautiful. She says, I speak constantly about the theories and ideas that ground our work. Our work did not come out of nowhere. It's not a quick reaction, but instead a deep, slow, organic, and intentional exploration into the past via my connection to working in archives and studying the microhistories of my ancestors on plantations in the American South. It came from my personal experience of being an exhausted black woman, tired of white supremacy, patriarchy, and capitalism. Rest became my refuge and a portal for a connection to my ancestors. It offered a place to imagine, heal, and be. So when I proclaim rest is resistance and rest is reparations, it is fortified and supported by my deep study and gratitude for all ideas listed above. Yeah, just like listening to that, that I just, I don't know, I feel like what she did is revolutionary, but at the same time, why haven't we thought about that? what Mm -hmm. she believes is her right which is our right to just rest i know and even as i'm saying this even as i'm reading it it's like it's going to take unlearning Mm -hmm. for me to believe it but i don't want my children to work this hard Mm -hmm. and to work this hard for what yeah exactly what it is like like you can work i want i want to work hard on different things Mm -hmm. i want to work hard on building community yes i want to work hard on conversations like this one Mm -hmm. i don't want to work hard and just be exhausted Mm -hmm. and live my life in exhaustion yeah and i don't think anyone should be doing that but we as black and brown people we need to take that power back and we need to rest mm-hmm. and not be ashamed of it yeah and so some really successful you know solutions are 
big cultural things like the mm-hmm. siesta in Spain mm-hmm. or you know that the culture of your family having tea every afternoon and gossiping on the steps. Yeah, like they do it every single day. Four o'clock, you would be outside with tea and you would just talk to your neighbors about what's happening. Yeah, that that like slower lifestyle. Like mm-hmm. That's, that's going to take a while. Yeah. But we can also implement this, I think, starting with ourselves and with our friend groups. I mean, mm-hmm. just validate your friends needing a break yeah exactly we need to start having the conversation now and also start taking naps i need to do that first i thing. love <laughs> naps i'm like ready to lie down right now <laughs> after this like literally like after this i'm gonna nap yeah <laughs> i know i said i'm coming to the roof with you but i might still go that's my mm-hmm. place of rest but that's fine see that's what i mean rest can be reimagined to fit your life exactly so but how about we all find a place or a thing that we do to rest and start from there and then take slow steps to imagine it into a much bigger cultural change i think that i'm inspired by this conversation i think it's a perfect last episode mm-hmm. of the season yes conversation because genuinely i'm excited we still have events coming up we Mm -hmm. still have the newsletter coming up we still have all these fun things yes but i'm excited to rest to let this rest Mm -hmm. because i think especially in the time we're living in now with so much happening and our you know like our attention always being needed on twitter Mm -hmm. you know to like call out the next person or whatever (laughs) i think it, it is important for us to just think about things we don't always need an answer Mm -hmm. right then even though you know yeah our social networks require it that fast Mm -hmm. we can just say i'm gonna get back to you on this exactly just just not just not reply yeah exactly well not months like you should reply but you take your time with that reply you don't have to do it now you just can be here take a nap and rest yeah just rest yep so until next time this is nicole this is hanali and that's cat in the background (laughs) (laughs) and we are 12 ounces see you later